This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I know sometimes people get celebrity crushes on certain actors. I mean, it's really silly. Um, on an unrelated note, uh, I'm in a movie, uh, but you should see it anyway. And uh, please try not to fall directly in love with me uh, when you see my two school bus sized face on the screen. It is holy. Don't even look at the screen when it's you and you see my set and it's like I'm towards the end. Look down the whole time. Okay, look down. It's bad. Anyway, it's a good thriller. It's called Nefarious. I think the guy who plays Nefarious should get an Oscar. Uh, really quite amazing. It is a disturbing film just based on the ideas of what it's talking about. And it's just a talk, It's just a, a demon talking about what we're doing to ourselves and how all of this is working. It's an amazing movie, Nefarious. It's coming to a theater near you. It is opening uh, tomorrow. Get your tickets. Whoisnefarious.com. So CNN has been forecasting doom for Fox News. They say it is over for Fox because the trial begins next week. Now, this week they are doing jury selection. I, you know, I, I have to tell you, I, I'm not sure what it means. Nothing good, but I'm not sure what it means. The worst case scenario is this will affect everyone's free speech i wanted to get bill o'reilly on to talk about a little bit of this because i'm gonna he's gonna be paying attention to this like nobody's business because this is what he does uh and uh i'd like him just to give us the updates as this trial goes on bill o'reilly joins me in just 60 seconds i look for quality quality at a good price in almost everything and meats I don't want the imported stuff. Yeah, I know it has the little, you know, product of the USA. That's not true. It could be shipped over here, dead or alive, from China or Brazil. As long as they cut it here to the steak, then it's a product of the US. That's a lie. That is a lie. We got to take care of our ranchers. We want the best meats and we want to make sure it doesn't have any mRNA uh, vaccines in it if they start doing that. That's why you can trust 
good ranchers. They're going to lock in your price as well. Go ahead. Go to the go to the supermarket and say, hey, I want to pay the same price for this steak. You know, at the end of the year that I'm paying right now, will you lock in my price? No. No, they won't. But good ranchers will. Use the promo code BECK. You're going to get an extra $20 off your box. Plus, you're going to get free bacon. Great meat, free bacon, $240 value. Every time a box comes in, you get more bacon. A secure price, bonus of 20 bucks. GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Bill, how are you, sir? I shouldn't even ask you because I know what you're going to say. No, you don't know what I'm going to say, Beck. I'm yeah, full of good ideas today. I appreciate yeah. being on the uh, Glenn Beck show, the yeah, yeah. fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Yeah, well, that's what we are. Yeah. And then also sometimes Bill O'Reilly. Um, but um, And that's both. Right. Um, so, Bill, let's, let's yeah. talk about what's going on uh, beginning. Are they expecting the trial to start next week? We, we should have the jury picked, right, by the yeah. end of this week? Yeah. Well, um, look. Anything could happen in these things, as you know. I mean, litigation is chaotic, but the judge in this case wants to move it along. And I, the jury is the jury in Delaware. Um, you know, both sides, uh, both lawyers on each side, they get to pick people that they feel don't know anything. And that's the truth. They don't want smart people on the jury who watch Fox News or may understand the core problem here. They want people who have no idea. So they're not biased. So and it's in it's in Delaware. Why is it in Delaware? Is Fox a because, Delaware corporation? Uh, the Dominion people are registered there. Okay. Most okay. many corporations are yeah, yeah. registered in Delaware because they have very low corporate taxes. Correct. All so right. Dominion, uh, the voting machine, just for you, and I'm sure most of your listeners know this, they say that their company got severely damaged because Fox News and Newsmax and One America, and there are lawsuits against those uh, two as well, um, lied about what the voting machines did in the 2020 election. And that is true. So the voting machines in Dominion, there hasn't been one shred of evidence produced that says those machines threw votes to Joe Biden. Right. And the Trump people, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, they were running around saying this. And Fox News gave them a forum, in many cases, unchallenged. So that is the heart of the lawsuit. Now, there's only one thing involved here, and this is what makes it fascinating. A reckless disregard for the truth. That's what the Dominion law lawyers have to prove to the jury that doesn't know anything. A reckless disregard for the truth that means that when these guests appeared on fox news the interviewers and the hierarchy of fox rupert murdoch on down all knew this was bogus there was no solid evidence against dominion okay that would be a reckless disregard for the truth so they allowed someone to come on say false things unchallenged okay so wait a minute bill I can. I, well, I had Sidney Powell on and, uh, you know, I said, that's great. If you have that, you should produce it. Well, I am going to. Well, when you produce it, I'll have you back. 
Um, so that's not a reckless regard. Uh, no, that, that's a reasonable approach. Correct. Now, so the, the recklessness comes from because I could have believed her, but I didn't because she would have produced some evidence. So right. I could have believed her. I might not have believed her, but I, I could still have her on. The problem here with Fox is they had her on over and over and over again, right? Yeah, but it, it was more than that. So according to the depositions and the uh, internal documents that Dominion got from Fox, they had to hand them over. That at the same time, Sidney Powell and Giuliani and other people were saying that Dominion did X, Y, and Z. They knew that Dominion didn't do it. So, (laughs) I mean, um, that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough to overcome, and that's what Fox's burden is. Now, a couple of other things you'll find interesting. There isn't one media operation in this country, not one of any note, that wants Fox to win this. They all want Fox to lose it and be destroyed because from day one, that's what the corporate media has wanted, destroy Fox News. Correct. Um, And number two, cameras in the courtroom are not there. That helps Fox. Because if the cross-examination of Rupert Murdoch and, he, and uh, Tucker Carlson and the other people, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal. And if it were on camera, then that video would be everywhere. Now, the American people and world, anybody watching around the world, will have to rely on the print press primarily to tell them what's going on in the courtroom. Now, that's going to be brutal, too, but it's not as bad as seeing it with your own eyes. Correct. So what is this what does this mean not just to Fox, but if Fox loses, does this affect the rest of us? Not really, because I sat in that chair for more than twenty years at Fox. I didn't get sued ever. Um because I put the opposite point of view on. If you had a provocative thesis or hypothesis that Dominion or anybody else was cheating in the election, I'll put you on, but I'll cross-examine you hard. That's what I do. But I'll also put the other side on, which isn't hard to do, Beck. That's not hard. So is and that if you is do that? Then there's no malice. So is that how CNN gets away? And all the other media corporations get away with, you know, the whole um, Russiagate experience. They pounded that. Here's the difference. Okay. There was no monetary damage done to any person or corporation in the phony Russiagate thing. Trump? So some Americans could, and still to this day, statute of limitations not run out, you could file a class action lawsuit against CNN and NBC News. You could do that. It cost you millions of dollars, so you'd have to get somebody to pay for it. But you could say that they, there's a fraud. There's a reckless disregard for the truth on those networks because they promoted a phony story, Russian collusion. You could do that, but it's a lot harder to win that kind of a theoretical lawsuit Correct. than this one. 
because of the monetary harm. Yeah, you, you've got to show damages. Dominion says they can show it. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. All but right. I think that, you know, the jury, the people who don't know anything, the only thing that they're going to focus in on is reckless disregard for the truth. So behind the scenes, Fox News commentator, whoever said this, but on the show, they said that. Mm. That's going to be tough for Fox. What does it mean if Fox loses for them? Well, mass layoffs, number one, because they're going to take a huge hit. Remember, the jury can apply punitive damages against Fox in Oof. addition to the $1.6 billion, and they don't have to award Fox $1.6 billion. They can award, uh, I'm sorry, Dominion. They can award Dominion $800 million or whatever, okay? And then a judge can also temper the, the money. But you've got to assume that this is going to be, if they lose, FNC loses, they're going to pay an enormous amount of money. They've already paid more than $50 million in legal fees. Some of that is covered by insurance, but they're going to hemorrhage money. That's number one. So they'll have to lay off a ton of people over there. Um, and number two, it shatters them forever. Right. As being a legitimate news agency. Hmm. Uh, but, but the core people who watch Fox, the older, very conservative people will continue to watch. Right. They're not going to bail. They'll never bail. Well, the, because there's nowhere else to go. Right. And the audience keeps getting smaller and smaller on all cable news. Um, yeah, so particularly the younger audience. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone at Fox News. They never were, existed on the others. But you mentioned CNN and the word doom. <laughs> CNN knows a lot about doom, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> they keep seeming to, over there. They keep seeming to carry on. I don't know, but uh, they do. Bill, thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again when the trial starts uh, and uh, and get your take on it. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me. You bet. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Our sponsor is Relief Factor Sleep. It's not very often, but every once in a while, the most irritating things in life turn out to be the easiest things to fix. For instance, sleep. Sometimes I just can't shut my brain off. And I am laying up staring at the ceiling and I'm thinking about all the things that I have to do and all of the things that are going on in the world. And then I just stare at the ceiling fan for a while. And I'm like, Argh! don't do that anymore. I don't do that. I used to take uh, melatonin. Eh, it was OK. I don't want to take any kind of drug because it just whacks you out. And uh, I hate that. So take relief factor sleep. They started developing this. I've I've had it for about six months before they released it. Um, and it's 100 percent drug free. You don't feel it in your body. I'll take it probably two times a week. If I'm having a bad week, I'll take it two times a week. And it's really great. You don't feel it in your body at all. It just reduces anxiety and distress and improves your mood, promotes relaxation. And you have a great night's sleep. Unleash the power of great sleep naturally by calling 800 the number four relief 800 the number four relief call them now relief factor sleep at relieffactor.com 10 seconds station id 
Okay. Missouri is trending on Twitter today for some, I thought, some unknown reason. And I'm like, why is it Twitter? Did Missouri make some sort of offensive joke? Well, kind of. While debating legislation that bans gender-affirming care for minors, the bill's sponsor, Missouri State Senator Mike Moon, expressed his support for children as young as 12 getting married to each other. When pressed by state uh, state rep uh, Peter Meredith about a different bill Moon voted against in the past, which would make it illegal for adults to marry children, Moon doubled down on his support for underage marriage. Uh, Do you know any kids who have been married at the age 12? Because I do. And guess what? They're still married. Okay. I think he's talking. I mean, I'm hoping he's talking about two people that are 12 or maybe one's, you know, 13 or whatever, but not an adult marrying a 12 year old. Because otherwise I got to get my tooth out. And polish it up and get my my banjo out and start singing some songs about 12-year-olds married to 30-year-olds. Uh, but I think he's just talking about two 12-year-olds. That used to be, by the way, the stereotype of what you would say for a 30-year-old married to a 12-year-old. I think we should start using Hollywood, though. Yeah. As the uh, Hollywood <laughs> yeah. and musicians right. seem to be the ones really actually partaking in right. that particular activity. It's like, it's so great. She's 12. <laughs> Uh, okay, great. The uh, <laughs> how many songs are written like that? There's such a weird oh. collection of songs going back, hitting ages like sixteen, yeah, fifteen. If Pat were here, he would and he he would, he would have them all. He would have them all, and he would also tell you the story of who's the was it who's the guitarist that basically imprisoned like a fourteen oh, uh, year old for multiple years, gosh, and like yeah, no one know, ever did I anything know, about I it. I can't remember. I don't want to say that. I was going to say Is it that Jimmy name. Page? Okay, well, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. By the way, anyone who's filing like a Dominion-based lawsuit, you heard Glenn say the name Jimmy Page. I'm going to have Stu. a pro Jimmy Page is not a 12-year-old, you know. <laughs> not a diddler. Uh, not a yeah, diddler. Not a diddler. Uh, we'll have that coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, Senate Bill 49 passed in the Republican-controlled assembly by a vote of 106 to 45 with just two Republicans voting against it along with the outnumbered Democrats. That is the gender-affirming care ban. The bill needs another House vote for it to move to the state Senate, which the Republicans also control by a 24 to 10 margin. So, that's good. I don't know any... You know any 12-year-olds that got married? Uh, not... not that are still together. Yeah, because sometimes together. those relationships fizzle when they yeah. hit those elder ages of 14 and yeah. 15. Yeah, well... You know, kids, they're so fickle. Trade them you know in for I mean? a new model is, right. is what they say. In I Hollywood never thought and, I would be married to an 18 year old. Mm-hmm. I got to get rid of your ball and chain. <laughs> Trade her in for a younger model. Uh, 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 I, I do believe we did a segment a while ago um, mocking some of the world, uh, rest of the world's laws. And mm-hmm. we, uh, there is an age of consent uh, law. And I want to say it's, again, I, if Saudi Arabia is listening, do not sue me for this if I'm wrong. But I think it was Saudi Arabia that has a 12-year-old age of consent. Don't worry. They don't sue. Okay. Yeah, they, they just don't put seem, you in a blender. They don't seem litigious. Yeah. I mean, I might go into a meeting and never walk out of it. But, right. uh, you know, but I think it was a 12-year-old age of consent in Saudi Arabia. So yeah. perhaps, you know, the Harvey Weinsteins and all of his buddies should just Nothing move over wrong. there. Nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Uh, all right. Let me, uh, let me, let me also uh, tell you about... Uh, 
Joe Biden's uh, trip over to uh, Ireland. It's been good. He's been doing well. Yeah. Do we have the clip of his speech? Here it is. As a matter of fact, as you walk into my office in the in the Oval Office in the United States Capitol. Really? The cap. What? Guess what? What? You know who founded and designed and built the White House? Who? An Irishman. That's an a joke. Irish, no, not not a joke. Oh, it's not a joke. Not a joke. It's not a joke. Wow, because it was so far. I was, I was yeah. hilariously laughing there, and then he stopped yeah. me. He he, because I was like, "There's no way an Irishman could have done something like yeah. that." Well, an Irishman also is responsible for all of our maps here in the U.S. Really, Rand McNally. Hello, mm, great. Hello, point. thank you. Great and point. I, no joke. No oh, joke. Oh, I didn't think it was a joke. Yeah, yeah no, no joke. That seems very serious. He also uh, went on a, quote, walkabout. I love it when these cool, cool presidents go on walkabouts. And uh, he was on a walkabout, and uh, he went into a pub, and uh, he said, hey, uh, see my tie? Is this is this the clip of it? Do we play this clip? You I see this tie I have with the shamrock on it? This was given to me by one of these guys right here. <laughs> was a hell of a rugby player. Listen to the audience. All the black and tans. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but it was when you were at a, a soldier field, wasn't it? The game? Chicago. Chicago. And uh, yeah. after it was all over, uh, uh, he uh, gave my brother, allegedly for me, but if it wasn't, okay. I still took it. Stop. I still- uh, okay. The problem with that mm. is uh, he's trying to be so relatable. Um, the black and tans. No, it, it was a, a team called the all blacks because they wore all black black and tans were the anti Irish police that, uh, before I think they were disbanded in 1921 that used to beat up and kill or leave for dead the Irish people. Mm. Uh, so he's got it a little, little mix up but he said his irish heritage is so strong and he cares so much about so it so strong i will say though no joke in his defense yeah and you know the left never would never do this for us they would never defend a republican or a conservative uh in a situation like this no but we we strive to be fair yes and in that statement he did not say not a joke so we have to assume it was a joke and that's why people were laughing fair. at him i'm gonna be even more fair hmm. okay He's senile. Okay. He has okay. no idea what he's even talking about. Well, sure. He shouldn't be near a microphone or a button of any mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. He should be sipping pudding out of a spoon held by someone else. Just trying to be fair. Give them the fairness that we'd like from the other side from time to time. You know, tell the truth. There it is. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Imagine if you lived entirely on food that it was like from McDonald's. Stuff that could sit on a shelf and not mold. Okay? And you lived on that every meal, every single day. Now, as a person who loves food, especially food with little to no nutritional value, my reaction would be jump at the chance, but I'm guessing it wouldn't go well. You know, I have diabetes a week into it. I'm guessing I would see the error of my ways. However, dogs, this is the way they live if you're feeding them kibble food. All the nutrition, everything is, is baked out of it because it has to sit on a shelf by law for two years. 
This is where naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black comes in. His solution was Rough Greens. It's a supplement that you put on top of the food, full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, the things that makes your dog healthy and happy. You get your first bag of Rough Greens for free. It's a trial bag. RuffGreens.com slash Beck. You just pay for shipping. And then watch the difference in your dog month after month. It's RuffGreens.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code STANDUP. You'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you're here today. We've got a, uh, a few really interesting stories for you today. First, let me tell you what's happening at glenbeck.com. At glenbeck.com, we have um, uh, some, some really, I say shocking because they come from Texas, shocking stories. Uh, on July 25th, 2020, Sergeant Daniel Perry, he was working as an Uber driver in downtown Austin, he was caught in a BLM protest and a group of BLM activists encircled his vehicle. And then Garrett Foster, one of the protesters, raised an AK-47 at Perry. Now, what would you have done? Perry takes out his handgun in self-defense and he shoots Garrett Foster. Would you have done the same? It seems rational, given those circumstances. You're afraid for your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, in Austin, you don't get that choice. Last week, Austin's prosecutor, Jose Garcia, who is a George Soros guy, won his case in char- charging Perry with murder. Now, Greg Abbott has promised to pardon Perry, uh, but in other states, you might not be so lucky. This is what happens when your district attorney is backed by George Soros. Your guilt is determined on your political affiliation, not by truth. And this could be you. 20% of the entire U.S. population is under the jurisdiction of a Soros-backed prosecutor. On glenbeck.com today, we have compiled a complete list of all-know George Soros-backed prosecutors based on the research we put together from the Capital Research Center. All of the major cities in Texas alone are under the jurisdiction of a Soros-backed prosecutor. Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin. Those are the big cities in Texas. All of them have a George Soros prosecutor. We have to make sure our cities are covered by district attorneys who prosecute by the standard of truth, not political motivations. We, if we're going to fix this country, we have to fix it at the local and state level. Go to glenbeck.com now, see if your city falls under a Soros-backed prosecutor, and then work to get them out of your uh, city. Okay, let me tell you another story here. This is from the New York Post. It happened in a Target store. Karen Ivory, she is, she's gone shopping. She has a big cart of groceries, maybe two carts. They ring it up and it's a thousand dollars worth of groceries. And Karen looks at the cashier and says, that's an outrage. I want to see your manager. 
okay, well, the the cashier goes to um, uh, her boss and says, can can you come? I have this lady. She's been talking crazy stuff. She's talking about reparations the whole time, but she wants to talk to you. So she's talking to the manager. The customer first asked for reparations. And then she grew angry when the target manager said, what? And she walked, quote, aggressively toward the manager. Ivory kept berating the manager about reparations and her privileged life. Uh, that's when Zach Cotter, the loss prevention officer, not a security guy, the loss prevention officer, intervened and asked Ivory to calm down and leave the store. Ivory then began screaming at the security guy, followed him to his office. When he tried to shut the door, Ivory alleged forced her way into the office, caught her through a punch. Ivory fell to the floor after the wallop. Okay. Now, a separate video shows the aftermath in the office as one of the cops tells Ivory that he has the goods on her through video evidence, in particular security guard who feared for his safety after Ivory backed him into an office. And she said, when people are backed into a corner, they can choose to do the right thing or they can choose to lash out. I just am holding the line when the cops say to her, can you just calm down? No, I held the line and, and he moved my line continuously. And they were just gatekeeping me. Ma'am, can you calm down? They're gatekeeping me. If the laws are meant to hold the people down, you will fight for me and my community. You'll come for me. And don't even start with me. This is my Rosa Parks moment, dude. Don't play with me. <laughs> okay. All right. So the free groceries were the Rosa Parks moment? Yes. Mm -hmm. And she should move from Ohio and she should move to California. Mm. California, the current proposal for reparations from the state of California, $360,000 for the roughly 1.8 million black residents in the Golden State that have at least one ancestor who was a slave. It could cost the state up to $800 billion. Now, I would say if you have that, you should move to California, get the reparations. Um, but why just move to California? You should actually move to San Francisco because San Francisco, they're a little upset that the press is just paying attention to all the money thing because that's the least important part of this. Well, if it's the least important part, then why are you offering so much? But anyway, um, what they've decided to do is um, they're going to make $5 million payments. So if you have one person in your family tree that was a slave, you're going to get $5 million and they're going to eliminate your personal debt and your tax burdens. And they're going to guarantee you an annual income of $97,000 a year but only for the next 250 years. And you can have a house in the city for a dollar. What else? I know, I know. What else? I know. 
I what, know. What, what, that's nothing. That's nothing. nothing. We were talking slavery. Mm-hmm. It looks like this is going to pass in San Francisco. I mean, I, I, Not, I mean it, it, what is the cost? The total cost again? Uh, well, that for the state is eight hundred billion dollars. Eight. That's two and a half times the state's annual budget. But that's not what San Francisco is proposing. So there's no budget on. There's they have no no estimates. final no estimate on a final price of that. But you know, hey, that's. Uh, I mean, I think a guaranteed annual income for two hundred and fifty years is. You know, is the right thing to do. This is the sensible landing point for this nonsense, right? It is. Eventually, it one is. of these states, or they actually do approve this. Right. Obviously, the state goes bankrupt, right. and tons of people move out because they <clears throat> mm-hmm. they can't they can't have a business or have a hold a job there because the economy has collapsed. And at some point, you just hope that there's a revolt. Well. Will there be? I don't know. Really? I, Will I don't there know. Be? I'm I mean, just saying. Look, I, so that's what's happening in California. Let me tell you what's happening in your country with your tax dollars. We are borrowing $6 billion every single day. $6 billion. What are we getting for it? That's a sincere question. What are we getting for it? The national debt is $31 trillion. It will grow another $19 trillion. Assuming nothing else goes wrong or they want to spend more, $19 trillion in growth by 2023. That means every taxpayer owes a quarter of a million dollars. And every American owns $94,000. Every single man, woman, and child. Okay, now that means that currently we owe one hundred and thirty percent more than our gross domestic product. That's all products and services produced in a year by labor and property that was uh, supplied by the citizens. Okay, interest on that debt is now estimated this year to be almost four hundred billion dollars that is more money just on the interest of our current debt at our current interest rate it is more by far than the government spends on veterans benefits and services it's more than it will spend on elementary and secondary education disaster relief agriculture science and space programs foreign aid and natural resources and environmental protection combined this year we're going to spend that money just on the interest payment the interest that we've paid on borrowed money is nearly twice what the federal government will spend on uh, transportation infrastructure Four times as much it'll spend on K through 12 education, four times that it will spend on housing, eight times on what it will spend on science and space and technology. In 10 years, our interest payment will exceed the entire military budget. Now, every time we hire a politician to go in, Rutherford has a great piece of on this you've 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 got to uh, you've got to read it it's at uh, rutherford.org um, and he writes that 
every time we elect people, what happens? We elect them and they promise that they're going to pay down the national debt. They're going to jumpstart the economy. They're going to rebuild our infrastructure. They're going to secure our borders, ensure our security, make us healthy, wealthy, and happy and wise, and it's going to be a picnic. Have we ever had that happen? None of that ever happens, and we're being loaded down with debt, and it has gotten to the point now where Congress doesn't vote on any of this. This is all the president's staff doing it. The entire administrative state. They're making all the decisions and all of the laws. This is Woodrow Wilson's dream. And they are robbing us blind. Government can seize your home and your car. Things that you bought, you paid for. If you don't pay your taxes, government agencies can freeze and seize your bank accounts and other valuables if they just suspect any wrongdoing. The IRS insists on getting the first cut of your salary to pay for government programs, which you've never had anything to say on. We are now at the point because of the administrative state where we can say no taxation without representation. Because. Who's spending all this money? We have got to restore our voice by restoring Congress and their power of the purse. Everything has gone to unelected bureaucrats that are spending it on things that would never pass the House and the Senate. Never. That's taxation without representation. Tax time is always stressful, but this is also the time where identity thieves come out of the woodwork. The IRS recommends electronic filing and using their pin tool for extra security, but cyber criminals are really smart and they can get around of a lot of the security measures. And remember, they only have to succeed once. Okay. It's important to understand that cybercrime and identity theft are going to be a part of our lives from here on out. Everything we do is online these days. So you need to have some sort of Internet security. It's, it's like viruses. You have a virus protector on your, uh, on your computer. You have to have that. And Norton makes the best uh, virus protectors. Well, Norton also is the, are the people behind LifeLock. So they are the best in the business, and they have the, the preventative measures to make sure that nobody gets in, but because nobody can watch everything, they also have a restoration team if you have your information hacked into. It's LifeLock. Save 25% now. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. Save 25% at LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Nefarious opens up in uh, theaters. I'd like to say nationwide, but there's clear, clear states where Nefarious is not going to be uh, shown New York City. I don't think you're going to be able to find it. Opens tomorrow. 
Really? Yeah. If it's a big guy, I was just reading about it. I'm pretty excited to go see it. I didn't get to get to the premiere when yeah. it was going on. So I'm hoping to go see it this weekend. I was just reading why a do review. I f- oh, a review. I was going to say, why do I feel like there's a shoe about to drop? No, the review is is really good. I mean, okay. I think you know, like they say pretty good things about the movie generally. Yeah, you know, uh, and of course, uh, it's a faith based movie here, uh-huh. right? So like okay. they they don't give all positive reviews. Yeah, those, okay, of course. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, really, most of it they're pretty positive on, with the exception of one thing. <laughs> one thing they just one did thing. not like. I will really? say, okay. To be fair, and I know Steve Dace wrote the book that led to this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, there's one thing they hated okay. in this, in this what, movie. What? What, the reviewer. Well, I'll just keep, should yeah. I give you just the sub headline here? Because this isn't the main well, headline. Give me the headline, or oh, I guess. Right, the I mean, main headline is Nefarious Uses Horror to Tell a Faith Based Story, period. Right. Okay. But Glenn Beck's cameo is really scary. <laughs> now, I admit my face is the size of two <laughs> school buses. It's really frightening. And then there is a sub headline. You have an entire. Now, you're. Your, your cameo was not that long, right? Was no, it most of the movie? Because it seems like no, in this... No, it's, it's like five minutes, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Because they they say about that five minutes, it's just titled, Glenn Beck doesn't belong in any movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it was says, that bad? It no. was, was it the face... Was it the fatness? I, shockingly, they was do it? not mention your weight at all, which I, okay. again, so it's just the acting. Help. It's, it's the no, acting. No, the acting, I think, was almost complimented. <laughs> It says, uh, talking about you, this is not someone you want in your movie, no matter what you believe. And then it says, Beck shows up at the end playing himself in an epilogue. He oozes sincerity and compassion, which I think is a compliment on your acting. And then at the end it says, ugh. That is literally how the section ends, the word ugh. I think that's worth seeing now. Don't look directly at me on the screen. It's (laughs) horrific. But it is a horror movie. It is on the old, oh my gosh, he's let himself go. The Glenn Beck Program. So much.